only reason I know is I walked in. Oh dear. You working yet? Nope. I was there to see Ruby and they told me she was down in that room. <sighs> Turn around and walk straight out into the hallway. Ruby was coming out of the room next to it, so I was one too soon. It was actually my mistake. She said, are you okay? You look like you just seen a ghost. <laughs> said, it wasn't no ghost, Mom. Here's your lunch. You didn't tell her? Nope. You know, she she was the head nurse. She would turn that bitch in in a exactly. heartbeat. It was a hospice. Like, people went there to die. Why shouldn't he die happy? She caught me in the parking lot. Did you tell your mom, am I getting fired? I was like, I didn't tell my mom shit. And I hope you finished. You shouldn't leave him hanging like that. She started laughing. She said, so it is true. You're nothing like your mother. I said, you don't know who I am, do you? And she goes, uh-uh. I know that you're uh, Ruby's daughter. And I said, oh my God, she calls me by my real name. And she goes, mm-hmm, I can't pronounce it. It's French. I said, just know me and my mother is about as opposite as fucking opposite get alright have you a good old time make them die with a smile on their face turn around walked over to my car and got in I didn't tell her who I was Ruby was saying my real name at her job later she found out though cause uh, I was setting out a Shoney's and this was after I was out like after John L was born um, you know, sitting in a restaurant with John now <clears throat> and Dylan, Robin, a few of us had went to Shoney's to eat and she come up walking up to my table and she goes, you're Ruby's daughter, right? And I said, looked at her and I was like, yeah. And she goes, I know who you are now, Hellcat. My eyes got big and my mouth dropped open. Robin and Jay were like, ooh, damn, she got something on you. So I looked at her and she goes, I will never tell nobody. She said, I have a lot of respect for you. And she said, I can't believe Ruby is your mother. She said, of all the people to be your mother. And she said, I cannot believe. And she said, most people don't know that, do they? Robin and Jay said, do you blame her? <laughs> she goes no not after working with her I just wanted to let you know that yes I now know who you are and no I will never tell your true name that got Robin and Jay their heads fucking twirled like a motherfucker towards her and I said mm -hmm. she works with Ruby and they immediately understood True name being your French name or being your... My French name. Oh, okay, street name. Yeah, nobody knew my real name, baby. Like, very few knew my right. biological <coughs> birth name. Robin and Jay. <coughs> <that I> <coughs> 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 
one black girl that worked with my mom, my mother, as soon as I come in with her lunch, it was at that nursing home down there on Admiral and 61st by that black ghetto. And she was substituting there and they called her at the last minute. So she had a pair of scrubs in the car, so she just went and then called me and I brought her lunch, her shoes, and the other few things that she would need because they literally had nobody. So she was trying to get to the patient so they had somebody. That I understood. That I did not mind stopping my day and helping out. Do you know what I mean? So I go walking in there. She's worked at this nursing home before. It's one that she substituted at. And this black girl, I know I went to school with her. I know I went to school with her at Rogers during all that KKK shit. With daddy out there walking around the motherfucker. I knew which one was him. I knew his boots like the back of my hand. Look! Look, cat, I'm a ghost. I'm a ghost. You don't know. Not what daddy was saying. You can't identify me. So, I'm just uh, a she ghost. comes running up to me, and Ruby says, Say no. I'm thinking, What? So, as this girl comes running up, Ruby says, I mean it, say no. If you don't want to fight for the rest of our fucking lives, you better say no. Ruby don't usually start with the dagger. She usually builds up to him. Do you know what I mean? So now I'm curious. I could have turned and got out before she got down that long hallway. But now I want to know what I'm supposed to say no to. So I ease up against it. Just go. Just go. Nope. I think I'll sit here and wait what I'm supposed to say no to. It's nothing. Just go. She's trying to push me out the door. Here comes that girl. She's like... Are you Zakay? And she says my name perfectly. I mean, it just rolls off of her fucking tongue like my French uncle. Wow, you actually pronounced that correctly. Nobody ever pronounces my name, but I don't go by that. I go by Cat. I appreciate it if you call me Cat. I know my bitch calls me by my name, but that's the only one I answer to. She started laughing. And she said, well, that's just it. About your name. She's six months pregnant. It all comes to a head real fucking quick. Your mother said it's a family name, and I have to have your permission if, to name my baby this name. Oh, hell yes. Honey, blacker than the ace of spades. Oh, absolutely. They don't give it no shit. They'll basically just take heaven, put it backwards, and say slap it on it. It's freaking... Your uh, mother won't tell Ivana, me what it means whatever. What it means in French. Neville. But she did show me the French and the English way of saying it, and I prefer the French. I said me too, but I can't roll my R's. I might have gone by it if I could have done that. I hope they kill each other. Long story short, I gave her permission to name her baby after my real name. Ruby didn't talk to me for three months. Literally did not talk to me. Like, if needed something from me, would call and talk to Jason to get it. Man, that's where you, you, Johnnell, like, you guys all do it. And it's not like it's a bad thing, but I'm just like so opposite where I'm just like, why waste the fucking time like Well, that? and see, this is just it. 
even though she was mad at me and stuff, she's still my mother. So when she called Jason for something, I knew it was something she actually needed. And that was her pride being bent down just a fucking little to get right. what she needed. And she was family and she was my kid's grandparents. So I did it every fucking time. You see, that's the difference between my family and your family. We actually help each other. Even piss. <coughs> wondering when that comparison was going to be brought because I can feel it coming. <laughs> I can feel the themes coming in the Melody conversation. Melody is so fucking pissed at you still that she can't even deal with it. At this point, I think she's just sitting back waiting to see what happens and what uh, face she put, should put on to society because she sure as fuck ain't going to deal with her own emotions about it. Yeah, you'll just get written off. Which, you know, it's great for me. I get you. I get the prize. And I get to see the demise of her faces. Because it'll, it'll all come out. It'll all be out. Oh, eventually it will. She said when her and Dale uh, were bringing me back here when you got put in the psych ward there in Washington, uh, she, her and Dell were kind of bickering. I can't remember exactly what, but she told Dell to shut up. She didn't want to talk about it. And he was like, I don't know why, cats. <coughs> Thank you. They just broke up. We're taking her home. She's not family. And she said, besides, now, maybe since he's going to get the real help he needs, we can deal with the fucking acts he done. She let her true emotions come out a little bit, forgetting I'm sitting right behind her. I know it was when we were coming up on that bridge because Dell changed the story from that little argument to telling me about the truck that went over the side of the right. fucking bridge as we're driving to go across right. it. You don't already have enough of a fear of bridges. And he didn't know that, to be fair. But I did stop him right quick and tell him, hey, Dell, I'm not scared of bridges. I've been in accidents on bridges when I was a child where they literally had to hold the car onto the bridge while they got my mom and us kids out. I really don't do bridges well. Well, don't you drive you and Tyler? Well, yes. Weren't you a truck driver? Well, yes, but that still don't mean I don't have a fear of bridges. Well, I'm sure you can deal with it. I'm the one driving. Yeah, that makes me more scared, bitch. Just kept telling his story. Melody fuming in her fucking seat. And then we stopped. Such disrespectful characters, both of them in their own right. I'm just sitting there. It's basically a fly over on the side of it. Somehow trapped in this damn Oh, they vehicle. talked about me right in front of me on that trip and shit. Like, no, even as far right as Melody there, was concerned, we were done and I was out of her life. And she made it be known on that fucking trip. 
now she can put you where she wanted you i was praying please tyler call me please don't go down the road she's gonna have for you please call me honey i know you just want to check out but i'm sitting right here i'll be waiting i even told you that i'll be waiting i'm going home but i'll be waiting as soon as you know get your head completely out of your ass call me she was so pissed about that even Dell was like well she sure even if y'all don't get back together cat I want to thank you because we couldn't have done these past few weeks without you that's Dell your mother never once thanked me she when he don't you agree Melody yeah you did do a lot cat as she's looking out the window away from me, not even towards B or anything. I'm like, oh, bitch. What, did you have to do a blowjob if you didn't say agree with him? Did it, was it that bad tasting in your mouth? The Dell got it for me. Well... <coughs> She, he, she wasn't the only one watching him. Dell was like, what, you watched him once? Dell can be a bitch when he gets mad. They're little, that told me more about their relationship than you'll ever know. I sat back there and kept my mouth shut and listened. I wanted them to forget that I was back there. Because they let so much, and they did. They had a whole fucking conversation about the bills and shit. Because they forgot I was back there. Work. Both of them's. Then Dell turned his head and out of the corner of his eye, seeing me and tried drawing me back into the conversation and the personal. I think they forgot for a minute that I literally was back there. I was enjoying it because that's how you see the real people. Daddy's right. I am that exception. I can be the loud one in the middle of the room and still be dangerous. But I like being the quiet one in the corner observing everybody and finding out their weaknesses. I always did. The only time Cobra would let me do that, like literally that was my job for the night, was in art galleries. Go find our marks. All right. I could mingle with them people. Oh, I could mingle with them people if they had any idea who was standing. Some of them men standing there flirting with me, looking down at my tits. If they had any idea who I truly was, they would be humiliated. They thought that I was one of them. So, mm-hmm. Is that actually your agree, sir? Mm-hmm. 
Let me tell you, I cleaned up real fucking nice in that luxury clothes and jewelry. I was really shocked the first time I seen myself in an evening gown. I was 14 years old. Take me shopping. Adam was beating me by this time. I had bruises where I shouldn't have bruises when we went to the dress shop. Happy was noting that shit. That was bad enough. I never dressed up. I was never one of the little girls that dressed up. I didn't play princess. I did it, but it was all in my head in the closet and not like out. I don't know how to explain that. A little bit. Have to let you take my measurements. Mouse said, oh, she got to have better underclothes than this. So she went and bought me new underwear and brawl and brought it back in and told me to change into them. She paid for them and everything so I could be wearing them. The lady that was assisting us went with us so there was no confusion. It wasn't shoplifting or whatever. Mm. Back in them day, they didn't have the metal things to warn them when you were going out. You, you in a store like that usually got three people right up on your ass. Like, <laughs> only so many customers allowed in that store at a time. And security at the door. Them gowns in the 80s, the cheapest one I seen in there was like 8,000. You go to clearance rack and get cheaper, which I always did. Anyway, long story short, little bit said, let me, I know, I've been picturing this day for a while, let me. Green's your favorite, right, cat or purple? And I said, yeah. So I thought she's coming back with a purple or a green dress, wouldn't you? adjusting me because the dress went across your tits and then there was space where you could see your stomach here and your sides so the only thing that was holding your boobs in place was these straps that crisscrossed that went over so she adjusted me I wouldn't have known how to do that I'd never even really wore dresses 
she adjusted me. Mine gets me zipped down here by the butt, or you zip up down there. Zips up, it's got this slit all the way up the legs on both sides. And she uh, takes my hair, puts it down, arranges it, looks at me, she goes, Hey, Mouse, what do you think you're a woman now? Mouse is crying. And she said, I knew she'd become a woman last year, but I think today she'd become a grown-up. I'm like looking at her, I've never, like, I see Mouse cry when she was proud of her kids and stuff. So I knew it was like proud tears, but I was really confused. A little bit looked at me, she goes, you'll understand in one second, half tight. Step to the side, please. That point stepped as she turned me to that mirror. I gasped. I didn't recognize myself. That's when I had hair all the way down. I looked like a crystal gale standing there to me. I didn't know what to say. I said, I thought you were going to get me green. That's all I could think to say. She said, I thought about it. She said, pictured you in blue. Do you know your eyes change colors when you're aroused or when you're deep in your emotions? Look how blue they are right now. I was right. Some sapphires a little bit. Or half pint. We need to get her some sapphires to go with this. We'll buy your first ones. We'll buy your first dress. Mouse said, nope. I'm buying her first dress. You know, can buy her first jewels. I got kids. <laughs> to uh, one of the museums, everybody was at the biker house. Even the ones that didn't live there, that lived further down the street and shit. Because so much talk had got out about how good I looked in the dress that everybody wanted to see me. So when I come walking out of my bedroom, there's like 30 bikers squeezed into the living room and probably another 20 to 30 into the kitchen trying to look out the door to get a good look at me and when I come around the corner into the living room the gasp that met me I started to turn and run back to my room and Cobra just put his hands <coughs> down on my shoulders and held me in place Jasmine stop Oh, he knew. He knew I'd run. So he made sure he was right behind me. He was right. He's the first one to see me. He was standing outside my door. Him and Pops. Pops started crying. Tears just started Pops running down Pops his face. Pops don't cry. Oh, yes, he does. Oof. Pops had no problem crying. And when he would t when men would, would try to make fun of him, he'd go, a real man can cry and know it's okay. And turn around and walk away. Oh, hell yes. That's a lesson for a fucking great right there. But man Peacemaker, okay. Big John, Animal Monster 
as soon as they see me, they all gasped, and all of them had a tear or two run down their face. Monster looked at me, and he goes, Baby, I always knew you were drop-dead gorgeous, but I didn't know that you were Aphrodite come back to Earth. That's when I started laughing. I was like, oh, okay, go ahead, make fun of me. I knew he wasn't making fun of me. But that kind of opened it for the others. And I did get a couple of jokes like, you look, you can't put lipstick on a pig. But it wasn't mean, if you know what I mean. First time I ever saw myself as beautiful. She picked the dress too good for my knives and shit. And then I did have uh, a gun in my purse because I couldn't put it on. I had one on my thigh, my inside thigh. I had the little dangery in my tits with some throwing knives. And then I had a gun in my purse. I knew they'd. Uh, they could get the gun in my purse, but they wouldn't expect the other two on my body. I really didn't like that. I made uh, the girls come up with me a hairstyle that I could put a whole bunch of throwing knives in. But it would look like decoration. I took a cue from Little Bit on that one. from them girls. Yeah, I'm learning a lot from them girls. Those girls are no longer here. But they're still here. It's amazing. It's called a story. Oh, uh, they're still here and Mouse's daughters and Little Bit had a daughter that she gave up for adoption when she was a teenager. I always wanted to find that daughter and tell her just how great her mother was. But I never did. I wasn't sure if Little Bit would want that or not, so I didn't dishonor her. She didn't ask me to do it. Even in death, you gotta respect other people's wishes. If you don't, you're a sad human being.
Now, Big Martha. That was a true comment about putting lipstick on a pig that you literally looked like you were trying to put lipstick on a pig when you dressed her up. She won that bet. What's that bet? Oh, she was making fun of me one night at that bar. see part of it in that one scene where it showed like a grocery store on the corner when he went the checkers anyway uh, I forgot what I was saying maybe I Big Martha. oh what she was making fun of it because it was after I think the third time that I went to the gallery and they were getting used to seeing me in the dress and you know, the word was spreading and shit. Yeah. <laughs> the teasing was spreading. Big Martha was teasing me about it. I said, well, if you think it's so fucking easy, and you like being called a pig with lipstick, let's put some on you, bitch. She said, seriously? And Half Pint was with me. She jumped right on that shit. She's like, yeah, it seems only fair if we gotta dress up then you should have to dress up. So, Oh, this actually fell through. <laughs> so she got all dressed up <sighs> and stuff, and I let her use my room and do it at the biker house there with me. Long story short, it really was bad. Oh, God, it was bad. I, know, I, mean, I didn't even want to win that bet at that point. She didn't look just, good? Oh, no. Oh, no. And there was no lying to her. She knew it. It's kind of like putting Michelle Obama in a dress. Oh, worse. Huh. I mean, Mike, he can at least carry a dress somewhat. And Big Martha... <laughs> Yeah, I went there. Fucking get on my level. I'm sick. I can do whatever I want today. Huh. No, you can't. That's true. Okay, let's just knock but that I can little be, ego back a I, little. I could be a little bit naughtier. It'd yes, be, you, you know, You're petty. Sick. It's, it's petty squad. If I let it out like that, then I'm okay. It's when I hold it all in and it just pours out when I'm sick that hurts people. I really do take myself out of situations when I'm sick, even with my kids. And McAllister, Brian, or Amy come over and take care of them and I wouldn't come out of my room. It's handy that you have a village at the time. Mm-hmm. It's quite handy you had a village at the time. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine being like a, a parent with the resources I lack. Um, I did. Was that parent? Like, Ruby didn't watch my kids uh, until they were a lot older.
their beautyhood it is such a it's like it's like the question is for everyone what was the first time you felt beautiful you learned about beauty and you kind of got to explore it with other women and like you know y'all are just basically you know showing the best features remember i told you i went into a coma when i was 16 and then big old badass bikers came in there pouring their heart out to me because they thought i didn't hear them i heard every fucking word I heard Cobra. You don't know how proud I was that day as I set my hands on your shoulders and held your beautiful ass in place. I honestly didn't know if I was feeling like the proud papa or the proud older brother, but let me tell you, I'd never been prouder of another human being at that moment, not even my own children. I remember you. Spoke to me, thinking that I didn't hear, or that I would hear for the last as I slipped into death. Cobra was that smart, at least he knew I might be hearing him. He even said that, and if you can hear me, and you're not coming back, you know I love you. Black man to a fucking small white woman. Teenager. I wouldn't come, did you? He 
been real sick, he wasn't supposed to be up and around. He said, I'm here. He said, I only got one thing to say to you, baby girl. Fight. Fight and come back to me because you mean the world to me. And he said, we're three separate times and sat with me. He's trying to tell me he loved me to fight to get my ass back here. He didn't pour his heart completely out like the others did. I survived in a lifestyle for years that many don't survive months in. And then were the days I was the first one in and the last one out. Hoping a bullet caught me. I'd throw myself in front of them for people. I was suicidal, but I didn't have the balls yet to try on myself since I'd been eight. I knew that if I got didn't make it, I'd get locked up again. So, to me it was a game. And my war cry every time was, it's a good day to die. Oh my god, you were the first McTramey. Mm -hmm. In this generation, you were the first McTramey. Before the Grey's Anatomy. Um, it's a good day to save a life. Actually, Indians have been saying that for centuries. When you go out on a war party or in the uh, hunting or whatever, because hunting was just as dangerous as wars back then when they had nothing but arrows and going after bears and buffalo and stuff. Spears and arrows weren't, you know, they managed, don't get it wrong, we did do it, but we lost people doing it. So yes, it's an Indian, it was an Indian, that was one thing Grandma used to say every morning. She sat up in bed. Grandma saw some. <sighs> Made it. 
it another day. Mm-hmm. It's a good day to die. Let's get it started. She knew she was going to die in her sleep, but she did at Ruby's. <laughs> Because I know that when I go, I'm going to go in my sleep happy. I've been promised that. I said, really? You can arrange how you're going to die? And she looked at me and smiled. She said, not always, baby. But when you make deals, yeah. That's all she would say about that. Now it's too young. She knew she was going to die in her sleep. She even knew when it was getting close, she told Ruby and Uncle Jim, I'll be dead by the end of this year. Within three months, she was. see grandma because you were forbidden he went to my dad and uh, told my dad look mom's bad she she's gonna go soon and she really wants to see Stevie and Zakay I know I was listening dad goes oh she wants to see Stevie and Floyd said actually she doesn't like to talk there's a couple of things that she wants to give him. But you're right. Mainly she wants to see Zakay. And she ain't going to be alive much longer, Steve. So I'm asking you, as a friend, as the person that stood beside you during the divorce against my own sister because you were right, please do the right thing now. Dad said, yeah. He said, you did stand by me when nobody else in that family but John did. Well, John would like you to let them see. All right. So Daddy agreed. He goes, he said, I got to talk to Lee first. Lee did not want it. My stepmom convinced my dad not to let us see my grandma Saltzman. My uncle Floyd called her a stupid cunt straight to her face in my dad's living room. They got into a big fight. Uncle Floyd looked at my dad and he said, you come on. He said, you're going to let this stupid cunt decide when you know the right thing is to let them see mom one last time. 
He said, if you do this, Steve, don't expect no more help from me. Dad did it. Dad sided with Lee. Wow. He was sleeping with her. Dad was really in love with Lee, and they'd been together about, I don't know, three, four years at that point. She had him pretty wrapped. That ended Uncle Floyd and Dad's friendship. My grandma died and I never got to see her again. If only Uncle Floyd knew I was desperately trying to locate him. I was going to all the bars I knew he went to when he was in Tulsa. I was going out to the truck stop. I was trying to find him to get to Grandma. I'd like you to go out without a fight. Be behind your daddy's back. Daddy knew I was doing it too. Lee knew I was doing it. Lee told me you're going to do nothing but cause problems. No cunt, you already did that. Daddy bitch slapped me. I was at home for a one other time I took to the road. When I got word that it was too late, I took to the road. I was gone a long time that time. I was hurting bad. I went with uh, Adam up to Michigan to his family up there for a while. That's when we did that. I had to get out of Tulsa or I would have killed Lee for real. had so many people offering to do it for me, even Mouse. Mouse never offers to kill. Like, Mouse was not a killer. I don't know how to explain that. Wow. We were sitting in the kitchen at the biker house. I went over there to close up my room because I knew I was leaving. And tell Pops and Mouse, nobody else. was shaking. He was so mad. Because he had been trying to help me find him. Find him. Fuck my butt. I should have tried sooner. We quite often that is my One greatest fear that, uh, that I uh, lost my train I'm losing my train because you lost you actually experienced another lesson very greatly as uh, you can never guarantee enough time. Oh, that's why I went to California and started tracking down my real dad. Was time of the essence? I did that 
when I was a teenager after my grandma died and I realized that he could die too before I ever went and met him that there was no getting ready to go meet him just go meet him before the chance was gone was what I had in my head and then I found a poor man that wasn't him that family was so sweet to me that guy looked at me and said you know how proud I would be to call you my daughter but I know nobody His kids were cute too. They actually invited me into their house and shit. Part they got wasn't the fact that he wasn't um, my father. <laughs> Nope, that's not what got me. What got me was how sweet his wife was about the whole situation. I think because she is the one that completely understood where I was coming from more than him and it was her that told him she's staying the night with us I'm going to do her laundry we're going to get her fed maybe you could help her good Samaritan she was a good Samaritan this kid ain't after nothing but answers. It's not a scam. She really trying to find her, yes please, her birth parent. The woman knew I wasn't just trying to I knew my father was born in Kansas so I told her, told him I said well if you're not my biological father Frank and you weren't born in Kansas where did you mind showing me your birth certificate he was born somewhere like in Ohio this man it was the Midwest but it wasn't Kansas where Frank was from and when he showed me that that's when I was like I'm sorry to disturb you all I'll go now and the lady was like oh no you're not in the guest room in no time at all. I only spent one night though. She wanted me to spend a few nights. Man, that bitch was harder to get away from than some of the juvenile detention centers I escaped from.
She wasn't having none of that shit. But I got her. I tried to leave first thing in the morning and she went and let me. Nope, let's just see if he's he went to check and he's going to see if he can't get any answers. Can't remember where he worked, but it was with computers. Oh, here's our squirrel. Um, so, uh, I went back to the guest room and all my laundry and everything was done. I packed everything up, took the screen off the window, dropped everything out of the window because it was allowed to go outside to smoke. <laughs> like she didn't follow me out the house to smoke because she thought all the shit was in the bedroom. So I put all my shit out there and then I went out and ate lunch with them. but she could see that bedroom door and the front door from where she was but she couldn't see outside where I was picked up all my shit and started walking down the street and jumped on a city bus and just rode that motherfucker until I was way far away from there and then got off grabbed the highway and jumped on hit while I was out there. The only time it ever hit while I was in the water. Damn. 